This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. It's Jerry Mason, the Kick a Lawyer, and we're live for another Law Talk. I appreciate you guys taking time to join us on a Tuesday. I hope nobody has a seizure while we have this light going off. <laughs> well, it's anybody, like a horror movie. Anybody wants something. to sponsor or donate an LED light, we'd appreciate it. As always, you can like, subscribe, and follow us across social media platforms. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we're also on all podcast platforms and TikTok. Josh likes to do dances and stuff on TikTok. It's a lot of fun. That's incorrect. I do not. And then we have the 100th episode that's coming up on October something. 11th. Thank you. October 11th. And that'll be a charity fundraiser to benefit the Tipton Arts Council, which controls the Ruffin Theater. So you guys can tune in live and make donations, and uh, we'll do a lot of stupid stuff. It'll be great. And then, of course, we want to thank our longtime sponsor, Michelle Allen. She's your go-to broker for um, real estate in the area if you're buying, selling, renting real estate. And then, of course, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts been open since 93, making black belts and kicking lawyers alike. So you can check those guys out at masonsmartialarts.com. And the Cellar Restaurant and Prohibition Bar is located in Covington, Tennessee, off the square. And tonight we got trivia. As soon as I'm done interviewing our lovely guests today, I have to go and run trivia there. Uh, it's open at 4 p.m. every day. Great food. And, of course, Josh has Masonite Digital Marketing. If you need any assistance with your online brand presence, he will help you. Now, joining me today is uh, some guests from the Farmer's Market, and it's Kathy Kinney and Amada. I just screwed it up. (laughs) Amada Paz. Amada Paz. Amada Paz. Anyway, no (laughs) end. Well, welcome, ladies. And again, I apologize that we're haunted and we've got this uh, jacked up LED light. So if anybody watching wants to come fix my lighting in the studio, that's fine. You can do that. I appreciate it. So how are y'all? Doing well. All good. Good, good. Well, welcome, (laughs) welcome to our little show. So you're with, and I always screw up the name. I talk about it a lot, actually. I've talked about it on here trying to get people to go. Like even during the Covington Comic Con, I was telling people to go check it out. But I was calling it like the Downtown Farmer's Market and then the Covington Farmer's Market. And what's, mm-hmm. So what's the actual name? Court Square Farmer's the Market. Court, so I was wrong on all of them. The Court <laughs> Square's Farmer's Market. Okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about each of yourselves, who you are, and then how you got into that. And uh, we just go from there. Well, um, my husband has been in this community all his life. We have a century farm. It's 150 years old. So farming is what he's done, and I married a farmer, and so mm-hmm. I got into farming. Uh, my family has a background in farming, and when I moved here and saw what was available in this community, I just believe that we have an opportunity to have this fantastic farming community with a farmer's market and, and kind of be a, a difference for our county and counties around us. So I got involved in the farmer's market and um, just love the people that come and helping people and seeing the vendors do well. It's, it's just been a good experience. So how did you, is it the farming background that led you to get involved in the farmer's market? And then now you kind of run in the farmer's market, right? Yes. Uh, my husband, I want him to retire. There's <laughs> so and you can retire with the farmer's market. It's, okay. It's a little, it's a, it's a secret, but uh-huh. um, you do make a good living at the farmer's market. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then you got, you got Amada from, a man, um, I keep wanting to put an N in there, Amada. Amada. 
<laughs> Let me see if I can think of a way to remember that, like an armada, but armada. I can like remember Mara, that Like Mara, but armada, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> With yeah. With an A at the beginning. So she, how did you know her? And then that led through that. We were just talking about the, the job center thing. Well, I am, the farmer's market took off. It was, um, it did so much growth so fast and, and needed as much help as possible. And then I went to the job fair armada is um, a Dolce Amada, and if you're looking for some really good sweets and treats or cakes and things, um, she actually came from a Michelin kitchen. She was a she's a pastry chef. I mean, like mm. she's she's the real deal. And so I I, lear I learned about her then, mm -hmm. and then she started doing some volunteer work. So when I went to the third Thursday, and they talked about the American Job Program and how you can um, actually um, get help and not have to and they'll pay for it mm -hmm. um i sat down yeah. with amada and found out how wonderful she is with social media and different things like that and it just happened sweet mm -hmm. sweet like i guess the sweets you make do you make anything sugar free though because i try to eat keto i try to avoid the sugar if i can help it yeah i'm trying to like find a good recipe for sugar free stuff right now the only sugar free i have is a peanut butter i make homemade peanut butter without sugar oils it's just natural peanuts but i'm working on it Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Well, I love sweets is the problem, but I can't, if I eat them. always. You know, sometimes you got to eat like kind of sugar-free, sometimes just mm -hmm. like the normal thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I eat them at all, I gain like five pounds like right then. It's like instant. <laughs> so, but I love them. So I'm sure they're great. Mm -hmm. And so where are you from? So I'm from Mexico. I just moved here like five months ago. Uh-huh. So, and I was just passing by here, Covington. Maybe we went to Memphis or something. And I saw the the farmer's market sign. So I'm like, okay, I just took a photo and then uh, I decided to come on a Saturday just to kind of check, okay, what do they sell? Because I really love going to the markets. I'm like a, like a grandma or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really love like these type of things. And then I, I found her and I asked her like if I could be a vendor and it started since then. I just, just started coming and then I'm kind of shy. So I was kind of slowly talking to them. And then I just like, did you them. did you learn uh, you learned English while you were in Mexico? Yeah, I was learning English since I was like four years old. Oh, so you sort of dual because I was gonna say you sound awesome because my Spanish is <laughs> terrible. Uh, most Americans are like that. But uh, so in Mexico, when you would go to shop, was it more of a market setup than like the grocery store type setup we have here, or did no, it just depend Mexico on where you the are? No, opposite. I mean, here they really appreciate homemade stuff. They mm -hmm. know what's the price for homemade bakeries for handmade items. In Mexico, it's the opposite. People really like to have it for cheap. They don't really appreciate the homemade stuff, so they rather go to see the big companies. Hmm. Really, that's yeah. interesting. Well, yeah. you, know, I, you know, I don't know that I would say, though, that because I've been to the farmer's market several times. My wife loves going over there. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's not cheaper. A lot of I mean, it's not uh, cheaper quality and it's it, it's comparable cost on a lot of the stuff, in my opinion, mm -hmm. on the things that you're getting there. And then also there's an extra component to me of supporting a farmer's market because it's local. Yeah. So one of the things with the seller, the restaurant that we're, you know, we're doing the uh, third, third, not third Thursday, the uh, Thursday uh, farm to table dinner yes. that's in conjunction with you guys mm -hmm. next, is it next Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Next Thursday. Man, I got so much, I got a tournament that, that weekend too. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot going on in the Heritage Festival. Um, but anyway, with the seller, we try to get as much locally sourced uh food items as we can because if our products are lo locally sourced what a lot of people don't realize is if you keep most of your money local you can avoid inflation the effect of inflation in the major market so if I go to say Kroger some national chain or even Walmart 
there are certain prices they're going to have to pay based on the bulk that they bought across the nation. But what people don't realize is that's affected by inflation. They're costing. If you buy locally, it's a, the local market is not as affected by inflation. So like our meat, we locally source from DR Cattle Company out of Dyersburg. We try to buy vegetables when we can from the farmer's market because it significantly, I think, offsets cost issues as inflation rises nationally. So my point is like, I think a lot of people think you go to a farmer's market and, oh, I'm paying more for this or whatever, but I think you avoid that. Plus, there's the benefit you're supporting the community. So mm -hmm. I think it's great. So, so y'all do this. Walk us through some of the vendors if they come to the farmer's market. When does the farmer's market open and what, what can they see? Well, the farmer's market, we're one of the few farmer's market that's actually open three days, which is unusual, probably one or two in the state. Um, we're open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. On Tuesdays, we're open from 8 to 2, and it is a senior day. What we do is any seniors that come, we give them a $5 voucher so that they can buy any food item that's there. And that is totally sponsored and funded by individuals. It's not, it wasn't a grant or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then on Thursdays, that is a late market. We do that um, for people who are coming home. And that market is from noon to six. And we'll actually have some plans next year um, for another sponsorship um, type idea uh, for um, individuals that to grow the market. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturdays, that's an eight to two market that we're open on that day. So those are those are pretty much our mm -hmm. hours. Um, um, we do. It's kind of interesting when we started like the senior program. It goes to what you were talking about. One of the things that had to happen at the market is it's supply and demand. You have to grow what um, the, the people that are coming so that the vendors, you have more vendors, and the vendors have to have more product for the people that are coming. And so um, on Tuesdays, the idea behind the farmer's market wasn't only just to help the seniors that are coming, that with everything going on in the country, for them to have good uh, food and to, to have another avenue of um, of um, getting that food with that $5 voucher, but it was also to help the vendors so that they would have not only the traffic coming in, but they would have additional funds. And the program has been amazingly successful. We average 145 seniors every Tuesday and mm -hmm. about we're averaging about 300 people on a Tuesday. That's really good. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so what are the, who are the vendors? Like, what are we gonna get if we go there? So, I know I'm giving you all a chance to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there's like a few like there's some people that they sell local produce. I really I really like them because they're so nice and they always bring like like a lot of things and like they're so big. I mean the tomato that they sell and everything. I really like them. You can also find baked goods. There's like probably three or four bakers in mm -hmm. the farmers market, so everything is home and hammy. It's like they they bake it if probably the previous day and it, everything is so fresh in, in the market. Also there's canned goods. They uh, they make it at home and they sometimes they explain to you. I mean, I like sorry. <laughs> That's okay. And y'all get a hair closer to the mic. You okay. want to be about a fist. It's the side, and you want to be about a fist length from it. And you can move yeah. it around. Okay. Yeah. So if you talk to them, they always explain to you. I mean, how do they make it, or what what's the meaning of the dessert and stuff like that. I mean, you kind of make a connection with the vendor every time you go. It's not like you. Other farmers markets that they're like kind of like they just want to sell and that's it. Here's like a kind of like a community, like a family. Mm -hmm. So it feels like that. 
We have um, two vendors. We're a Pick Tennessee market, which means that um, when you're Pick Tennessee, you try to have most of your products coming directly out of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And we have um, our flower, Maximum Blooms, just got her Pick Tennessee certification. So you can find her listed on the Pick Tennessee website. And then Twisted Bakes, they make this phenomenal baklava um, that's award-winning. Um, she also is a Pick Tennessee baker now. Um, we have Amada who makes the best ooey gooey's that you could ever have, <laughs> and then <coughs> that's what I'm, and some peanut butter, actually sugar-free peanut butter if you're looking for cool. that. Deborah Lockard is a um, organic grower and a very large grower. So right now, you and anything that you'd want to find at the market, you can find if, it, especially if it's in season. Mm -hmm. um, she does some hydroponics as well, so we have access to some things early on with that. Um, Jones Orchard has supplied us with peaches and some um, fruit until they run out of their um, produce and then we won't have them. And then you have like um, two of our, you've got Miss Geraldine and Stella that mm -hmm. have been there since the market opened. And, and they, they're just, I don't know how, what to say, they, they're just funny. And they have their purple whole peas and fried pies and just, it's just, it's so much fun there. Um, we've added a new baker, B&B Bakery. And their sourdough bread, um, and um, uh, what else it is that they had the um, art, art, artesian bread. Those are some things that the seller is actually looking at mm -hmm. right now. They're going to be at our farm to table dinner. If you go to this farm to table dinner, you will get a taste of the market and um, the menu that we have. Um, it talks about the different, um, like the peach sliders and, and the charcuterie board, which I have a hard time saying. Mm -hmm. And then um, a, he calls it something, it's a vegetable platter. James always says it and I, I can't repeat it. But anyway, um, he's got some really good things lined out. But Reggie, he's come to the, the market about three or four times, that's the chef. And he's looking at what we have and he's, he's picking different things. And I'm gonna tell you, I can't, I, we're going Thursday to interview him, and mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see what foods he's put together for this for this dinner that we're having. It's, it's actually, it's like a buffet, and, yeah. and you get to pick, so. Um, and who else do we have there, Amada? Oh, we have some hand crafters. Like, if you're looking for some handcrafted cutting boards um, made out of um, different kinds of woods, um, if you're looking for um, some um, personalized items, we have some egg. Um, uh, uh, growers, we have grow they're not really growers, but we have some egg farmers there, um, and um, our canners, um, and we even have a lady that has oils and spices, so you can um, have like the rosemary oils and things like that. So she's amazing. Honey, if you were looking for, and I'm not calling you honey either. <laughs> if you were looking for some fresh honey, we've got some that was. As, as um, Stoney Cullum says, rob the day before. So, you know, he goes and robs his bees and brings it there. So we tell him just not to get in trouble. So when you're looking for just high-quality foods and things that you can afford, you can there. On senior day, the, the, the vendors always make the prices so that the, that the seniors <coughs> can actually get and buy. Um, and we actually even just started accepting EBT. We, were, we got approved, and so now you can even use EBT there if you need to. That's cool. So, yeah. You do live music and stuff too sometimes, right? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and you had Budget Batman there one time. <laughs> we did have Budget Batman, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Budget Batman was sweating everywhere. It was great. <coughs> so, I, I, like I said, we've been several times, and uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, but I know I think I've seen candles at times. Mm-hmm. There's other vendors that have different, like, craft items, uh, uh, obviously the produce and uh, bakery goods and things like that. I know it's a big reason people go. We bought honey one time there. Um, salsa. Somebody had jams yeah. and salsa and mm-hmm. stuff that uh, my yeah, wife yeah. had bought there. Might have been yours. I don't. I don't know. No, there's a do... lady that is selling salsas yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. She was having. Anyway, my wa- my <laughs> wife goes there. She tries to go once a week. She'll just come through there and grab something, um, and enjoys it. And I, I don't eat carbs. I try to not eat carbs. Mm-hmm. So unless it's meat, I try to avoid any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will look for sugar-free things and have bought candles there. And uh, I, I'm a, I like candles. So <laughs> I have a bunch of candles in my office that I like to to enjoy anyway so if people wanted to help with the farmers market and then i think also aren't you doing something with ed isn't that something you're doing in the uh, community yeah so tell me about that ed and i've talked about it but why don't you give us a little more information okay so after we get through the farm to table which is y'all buy your tickets and come on um, we're going to have two And they options. buy the tickets at the chamber, the, chamber the seller, and or the farmer's market, right? Well, we have a link, yes, okay. and on Facebook because we have a link for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so once we're finished with that and we go, with our next pro- major project is the community garden, which we will actually break ground on this year, turn the soil and plant um, a row crop in. We're working with the extension office and the master gardeners. Um, and it's over there. Ed's given us a spot between um, the uh, Breakfast Cove mm-hmm. and his dealership. And we're going to, this community garden is free. It's a 100 by 100 foot spot. And what we're going to do is we've got plots laid out. You go grow. The um, master gardeners are looking to help us make sure that um, the soil's good. We're, not, we're using no herbicides, things like that, that it's a, it's a safe garden. And all we ask in return is that we get um, some of your produce that we can use to feed the community, um, that we can use for different organizations that are feeding the community. So that's all we're going to ask for this community garden is to be able to do that. Yeah, and she's talking about Ed Doyle with Express Chevrolet, which has been on here with me, and uh, he's a good dude. Um, yeah, so I think all that's I think those are all great options, and obviously, like that's another level of uh, sort of philanthropic effort that you wouldn't have if you didn't have the farmers market mm-hmm. and the people that come and support the farmers market. Yeah. So uh, I highly recommend people try it out. It's it's unique too, and like I said, it's supporting local businesses. So I think it's a great thing. And then uh, I've talked with James and Reggie, which Reggie's a hidden. A lot of people don't. I don't talk about Reggie enough. You know, Reggie's an actual French trained real chef, like legit real trained, and he's super humble. And mm-hmm. um, I talk to him all the time. Like I'm, I'm there almost every night now, and because uh, I'm one of the owners, and he'll come out and talk, and he's so humble about. You know, he'll make these great dishes. Like the Brussels sprouts we have, I think, are the best you could find anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a guy that came um, Monday night. This guy lives in New York. And he had gone to some fancy restaurant in New York. It's like top ten steakhouses in the U.S. or world or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, he's on, going on and on about how great he was. And he said that he ordered their ribeye and their Brussels sprouts, sprouts specifically to compare them with ours. And he said that our Brussels sprouts... Uh, we're better than theirs by far, which I think is an testament to Reggie. So I'm, I'm excited you guys get to talk to him. He's really very talented. And he's a vegetarian. He, so he makes all the steaks, all this meat, right? That's great. People love. Like we have red snapper as a special this week. 
uh, and then these tomahawk steaks and stuff, and he doesn't eat any of it. He's a vegetarian, so they're, uh, he's an anomaly. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, and so the farmers market, the the farm to table dinner that we she's uh, referenced, is next Thursday, and it's in conjunction with the Tipton County, well, the, the Covington Tipton County Chamber of Commerce Heritage Festival, which we have annually, and it's one of the biggest events that they have in Covington. And so you guys that are watching next weekend, you have multiple options. You got Thursday night is the farm to table dinner that you can buy tickets at either at the seller at the farmer's market or at the chamber of commerce or via the link that they're talking about i think they're a hundred dollars no no they're, they're fifty dollars fifty dollars oh, that's they're way better uh, it's the masonic one that i'm thinking of is a hundred dollars so they're 50 bucks that's way more affordable and uh you get to come and eat and it's at the cellar you get to enjoy that environment and it's a lot of fun and then friday saturday sunday there are heritage day events i think saturday sunday is the Saturday, Sunday is the vendor booth stuff around the square. Uh, and then Saturday, I have a taekwondo tournament. So my taekwondo <laughs> tournament is at the Covington Sportsplex. And if you guys get bored, you can come watch competitors from all over the United States compete. We're expecting a significant number of people that have never been to Covington that are going to be coming specifically for that. And then they may also then go up to the Heritage Festival and hopefully to the cellar. And I do want to real quick thank the sponsors for that event. And that's Nucor. They're a title sponsor with and it's the GTMA High Octane Martial Arts Tournament. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, you still have a day or two left to, to just let me know you want to be on there and get your brand out to people that don't normally get a chance to see it. Uh, and then Armstrong Law and Mediation. It's Jeremy Armstrong. He's another lawyer. And he asked me, he was like, can I be a sponsor? Because he thinks he's competitive. I'm like, I'll take your money, man. <laughs> so, yeah, you can be a sponsor. And then the Bank of Mason, Ireland McKee's family. I uh, wanted to tell her good luck. Shyodu, I think is how you pronounce it. S H Y O D U Instrument Company, and uh, Rhapsody Canon Chiropractic, Patriot Bank, uh, Carrie uh, Putka. She's uh, wanted to tell everybody good luck. And John Adams, and then it looks like we've also got Applebee's, Marco's Pizza, Southern Whimsical uh, Design. Have uh, all been supportive of that event. So I just wanted to get that word out there of thanks to all the, the, the sponsors for the upcoming uh, martial arts tournament, which you guys can come to also. You can come and see people kick each other in the face and stuff. <laughs> It'll be great. I'll get them to come to the farmer's market after. Maybe they can get some, uh, um, you know, home, homeopathic uh, salves from the farmer's market to, to blot out the pain. <laughs> <laughs> we will have a vendor there on Saturday who will have some salves and sprays and candles and things like that. Oh, cool. Yeah, she okay. will be there. Well, I was sort of joking, but that's great. Yeah. That's a good opportunity. <laughs> okay, so we got you got the farmer table thing. You got, of course, the regular stuff with the farmer's market. What's your vision for the future of the farmer's market? Like, if, I, if you had a, a clear canvas and all the money in the world in 10 years, where could you see it going? Okay. I went to a market in Mississippi and on a Saturday they'll have over 2,000 people come to their market between 8 and 12. That I, we can do far greater than that in this market and I know it. We, we average about a thousand people a week. Um, it's a little slower right now because the season has changed but I believe that we can we can top that number. I think next year we will definitely hit that 2,000 mark with people coming to our market. I believe that when you talk about business incubators and you want to grow the economy and you want to grow um, the community and you want to have businesses that are ready for uh, brick and mortar, they're all at the market. You have, um, and you, you have up to 20 vendors 
every day at the market that are um, running a business. That door, we've had over, um, we've had close to 10,000 people come to our market this year. We've had over $100,000 in sales. We're not done yet. Mm -hmm. And so my belief is, is that we can take um, the ones that want to move from being just a vendor and they can actually open their own business. They can do, we can take them to the next level with training, with the grants that are available, with brick and mortars. We can literally change the landscape of Covington and mm -hmm. Tipton County. No more empty buildings. Um, the businesses are full. They're full of um, people that come from the market, so it's high quality. We can... Um, grow our neighborhoods one of the with the community garden and with the master gardeners one of the ideas that we have is to teach people how to grow in their backyards a 10 by 10 plot is 100 pounds of food easy so the canning um, we have access to a cannery i have half a grant going right now um, so i believe that we can we can help people's um, diets we can help people with um, just learning how to eat, the, just the overall community, and and I don't think I don't think we have a food shortage. I just think we need to make sure the food gets to the people. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we don't have to worry about all these high prices. I just believe that we need to let them know where we're at. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have food that has sat there forever in a store and you get it and it's rotted on the inside. You don't have to have that. And you don't have to pay for that because the market has it. And I already have commitments from several of the growers to actually grow more product next year and to have more food available. And there's a couple of restaurants that have already contacted a couple of them to supply them with their um, tomatoes and, and, and other products that they need. If you were looking for a part-time job or you want to make a new career change, we're open 27 weeks. You average almost $1,000 a week. Some of the vendors do that, quite a few actually. That's $24,000 in 27 weeks. Mm -hmm. We got something there. Yeah, and I think you just hit a good point too. I, so I do a lot of business consulting with a lot of people. Everybody thinks I'm this marketing genius, which I may be. But anyway, the, they, mm -hmm. uh, they, they come to me for advice on that. And uh, one of the, the big points is you got to have proof of concept sometimes. And I think you're right. It's a good economic, uh, economic option to prove the concept of your business. And like you had with a coffee place that's now brick and mortar, there's there's people that have jumped from there to brick and mortar. And you're right, I think that for some businesses is a good opportunity to try it out. Mm -hmm. And uh, so how do they contact you if they're interested in becoming a vendor or sponsor? That's pretty easy. They can go to the chamber, they can call the chamber, 476-9727, um, and they will put you in touch. Um, they can email us or go on our Facebook page. You can come by the market and just say hi. Um, just, it's pretty easy. To I know Amada, she said you're helping with social media and stuff. Yeah. You do mind me asking how old you are? No, you're not supposed to ask a lady. <laughs> I'm 24. Okay. Well, that's roughly, I was going to say 22. So that's roughly yeah, what I was going to say. But it's a good thing. So <laughs> yeah. I don't ask that a negative thing. The reason I ask that is part of the reason I think I am good at the marketing, okay, mm -hmm. is because even though I'm 43, I understand that different generations uh, acquire the information on what they're going to, how they search for products differently. Yeah. My daughter is near your age. She's 20. My oldest is 24. My, my daughter's 21. They don't do Facebook. 
You know, like mm-hmm. like my age group does Facebook a lot. That age group doesn't as much. They'll do TikTok or Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, are you? Do you have any plans to help like other people that maybe wouldn't find the farmers market find it through some of those avenues? Or like, what's your plan on the social media? Well, right now I'm working on the um, only on Facebook. We also have Instagram, but we're still waiting for for that to connect with Instagram. But slowly we are gonna like make the farmers market grow in the social media because on Facebook it's usually like I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's just like other people. The people that are your US. main clients. So you're not wrong. Yeah, well, you're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, there's a lot of people of that, but also we would like to like welcome other ages because yeah, there's only older people, but we can maybe accept more like teenagers or young people that they want to come and and get something local. Yeah, so I, I think you're right. I think. You know, you, you target where your market is, your, your most of your market, and I think Facebook is probably where most of your market is. Yeah. But the I guess the point I was making or advice I would give you is to, if you want to branch out to a customer base that you can't, that you're not accessing right now, you've got to cross platforms. I got mm-hmm. flack in the beginning because of the way I was doing, uh, well, even a podcast. Like when I decided to start this, a lot of lawyers thought, why would you do that? Because I don't make any money on the podcast. Like, I have a couple of sponsors, but it this is, doesn't even really pay for the equipment. Like, I do, uh, we don't make money on it. I, mm-hmm. I do it for several reasons, and the initial reason was it's marketing. Yeah. So, you lovely ladies are here talking about your business, but my logo's on that thing, right? So, every time <laughs> they watch this, it spreads the, the brand. It's, it's a form of marketing. But similarly, I'm on TikTok. You know, as yeah. a lot of people thought, why would a lawyer be on TikTok? Well, there's a younger generation on there, and it's also the fastest growing platform right now. The only one I'm not on is Snapchat, but I couldn't really figure out how. Now, they've changed it some. I might need to revisit it. But at the time, I couldn't figure out how to really use it for business. It was set up more for interpersonal, like more private communication with people and for people maybe to do stuff they shouldn't do. And so, <laughs> so anyway, I, I just didn't, I, I had one. I don't even have, have, have it logged in. But like Instagram, I think is still even better for younger folks. But yeah, I think if you wanted to get younger people, you got to do the, the TikTok, the Snapchat. You'd be great for it. Y'all can get over there and do the dances. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to like record some videos for TikTok, but still like, because also the vendors are like older people they're kind of shy in front of the camera. They uh-huh. don't really want me to take a photo of them. So that's why I'm just recording the products. That yeah, they that's have. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's another thing to think about, though, on your vendor form, just legally. In all of my forms for anything I do, I get people to sign a waiver of that I can use all that for marketing. It's so like in my martial arts school, they sign a huge It's this disclaimer that covers everything. And if you have them as a vendor, you can have it in there. And when they've already really consented to allow just blanket video. I had to interview them, you know. Um, it's funny you say that, though, because I was trying to, there was one lady in particular when I was budget, well, when Budget Batman was there, uh, and we were filming something, and she didn't want to be on the video. And I occasionally have that happen at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But generally at the restaurant, they don't want pictures because they're there with somebody who's not their spouse, <laughs> and they don't want that picture out. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff I can tell you. <laughs> anyway, all right. So now that we talked about that, any uh, any last minute things you want folks to know about the farmers market, or how to get a hold of you, or um, what they can do to help out? Well, um, we still are looking for some sponsorships. Uh, we still have some tickets available, so we really would like um, you to, if you're going to go ahead and get a ticket, I would go ahead and get it now. Um, you can come by and see us on Thursday or Saturday of this week, and um, we've got a couple of. Um, 
contests planned for the end of this year. We'll have Santa on the 19th of November. That's our last day open. So um, we've got, um, just stay tuned to our Facebook page and, and watch what we have. And we'll get on Instagram so we can get the others too. So Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the ticket she's talking about, again, if you missed it, is she's talking about the farm-to-table dinner that's going to be at the cellar, and it's in conjunction with the Heritage Festival. They're $50 tickets, and you guys can buy them either through their link or, uh, I mean, you can always people message me, too, and I can tell you how to get a hold of them. So uh, hopefully you guys will join us. Now, she's not wrong. Those tickets usually sell out. Like, I, I, I'm surprised they're not already sold out. Usually every year. I tried one year. I'm the president of the chamber now. And last year, I tried to buy tickets, and it was like the day before, and they were already out of tickets. <laughs> so you've got to get your tickets if you're going to go to that event. And it's a great event. It's good for the community, and, uh, you know, it's going to benefit the farmer's market. The uh, Court Square Farmer's Market. I got it right. Okay. Cool. Well, Miss Kenny and Amada, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I'll come continue to be a, uh, a customer, and I won't always wear spandex. So, you know, it would be more fun. And uh, I thank you guys for watching us today. If you haven't already, make sure you like, follow, subscribe to the content across social media platforms. Again, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, etc. And then we were on TikTok. We were just talking about that. That's like I said, Josh does all those dances in his uh, bathing suit. It's good, good content. <laughs> and then we have the 100th episode coming up October 11th. And that'll be a fundraiser for the Tipton Arts Council. We'll be on for several hours that day, almost like a marathon, to uh, hopefully raise some money for that charity. And then we want to thank Michelle Allen for being our sponsor for so long. If you're buying, selling, renting real estate, she's your go-to in West Tennessee or wherever else. I'm sure she'd be glad to help you. Mason's High Octane Martial Arts has been in business since 93, creating black belts and champions. And obviously, earlier I mentioned you could be a sponsor with the upcoming tournament on September 24th at the Covington Sportsplex. Uh, and then the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar opens at 4 p.m. every day, full menu and bar menu. Uh, we have trivia tonight. Every Tuesday we have trivia, live music on Fridays. And we had tried out some of the comedy, and I think we're going to do an open night, open mic night next for the comedy. And then Mace Night Digital Marketing, if you want help with your online brand, your websites, you want to do a podcast, Josh will help you. So. Thank you guys for watching today, and who have I got next Tuesday, Josh? Uh, next Tuesday, we've got Dylan Scott. Oh, is he? has he already been on? Uh, he was it? on, but he wasn't speaking. He was on his Michael oh, Myers or Halloween right. episode, so he'll actually be on his himself. That's right. That's why I was thinking, uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. actually gotten to talk to him directly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can see what it's like living with Sarah. That's right. It's probably fun. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. I hope you have a good rest of your week. We'll see you at the Farmer's Market, and if not, I'll see you here in a minute at Trivia at the Cellar. So you guys keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.